I'm writing to you this evening to discuss some concerns I have with the present political climate at our school. I had hoped that outside events would not reach us and cause discord, but unfortunately we are in a situation where they have. I found this on Twitter. And the story that goes with it is that it's an email from this person's, uh, their, their, their child's high school, their daughter's high school. The principal sent this out and um, discussing that the Supreme Court leak on the Dobbs versus Jackson case, the Alito leak, uh, first draft, saying that they will overturn Roe versus Wade, this, this leaks out. And uh, the letter discusses how this is, of course, an extremely divisive issue. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, great to be with you guys. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. You can call in. I'd love to talk to you. So I, I must start with, I don't know if this is real or not. But I wanted to share, with, share it with you because within it is the idea of what you hope would happen at your kid's school or at any kid's school for that matter. Uh, the, the, the letter argues from the principal uh, that uh, it would be understandable that students would have passionate opinions on the issue. Understandable that they would want to have their voices heard and as with my permission, many of our students participated in a walkout during lunch. Now, I don't agree with those kinds of things. We should be clear. But the letter continues that no instructional time was lost. I'm always a strong supporter of allowing students to exercise their First Amendment rights in a peaceful manner. Teaching students to be advocates of their own personal causes is a valuable skill to learn and part of our school's mission. Just not on school hours. That's my take. In addition to the walkout, one of our clubs received permissions to post signs supporting their opposition to the potential Supreme Court decision. This is where it gets interesting. At the same time, this letter uh, claims... Other students chose to peacefully demonstrate their support for the decision, meaning that Alito and the other justices will overturn Roe versus Wade, by wearing red shirts to school and posting their own approved posters through their club. Unfortunately, this did not play out in a manner that I could support or tolerate. These students were ostracized by their peers and their signs were torn down. I'm going to be very candid with all of you. While I am a fierce supporter of the First Amendment, there are limits to what can be allowed to happen in school. The actions that took place today by some students are creating a hostile environment at the one place that should be a sanctuary from the foolishness that takes place outside of school. While the vast majority of us say that we believe in an inclusive and welcoming environment, actions such as harassing other students over their views and tearing down their posters show me that for some, it is just talk. This is unacceptable to me, and as long as I am responsible for our school, it will not be tolerated or allowed to continue. Now I ask you. Isn't that exactly what you'd want to see? Never mind that you might disagree with the principal about this, that, or the other. Isn't this exactly what you want to see? If we're actually going to be inclusive, and they write this, an inclusive and welcoming environment goes way beyond race and religion. It also means that we will respect and tolerate our peers' views. 
This does not mean that anyone has to accept and adopt views of which they disagree, but instead means that we can engage in productive discourse and conversations to try to understand each other's view in a safe environment. This includes online behavior on social media sites as well. I want to put forth now that I don't believe that the letter is real. I wish it were. I'd I'd be happy to be wrong. It just, in one of the ways it's written, it's written in how I would would love for somebody to phrase it, not necessarily the way I think people phrase things. But without question, this is exactly what you'd want. What is inclusivity? And this is where I differ with the DEI folk who don't believe in actual inclusivity. They don't believe in diversity of thought. Equity is bigotry, and inclusion, uh, they don't include me. They want to purposefully, willfully, wantonly exclude me and you. That's what they want. 150% what they want. They want to exclude you and me. Happily, joyfully get rid of us. We are not are not welcome, and I just want to make sure that we understand uh, uh, that that's not just some kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for, venting. Those are the facts. We're not the ones who are welcome, and I love the idea of somebody talking about inclusivity. So I wish this to be true. I hope that this is real. I I, I don't I don't believe it is. What I believe is real is this from Christopher Rufo, uh, dated uh, May 11th, where um, it seems that the Biden administration uh, has an FBI counterism uh, resource investigating parents for expressing political speech at local school board meetings. He's, he's got the receipts. He's got the letter up. It's from the Committee uh, on the Judiciary from the House of Representatives to Merrick Garland. The FBI uh, investigating parents? I totally believe that to be true. If you call parents domestic terrorists, well then, why would I believe it anything but? Tell me what's so inclusive by saying I'm not allowed to speak out about what's going on at a school board hearing. Well, you're violent. I'm not violent. Well, you brought a gun. That actually happened uh, in, in, in central Indiana, Carmel, Indiana. That's where it happened. Someone did bring a gun. They didn't point it at anybody. It slipped out of their pocket, which is, uh, dude, it's bad enough that something could actually slip out of a holster, which, which has happened. I know. It's, you're like, how? Slipping out of your pocket? Why is it in your pocket? But carrying a firearm is not threatening somebody with a firearm. Law-abiding citizens carry firearms everywhere all the time. You don't even know it. The person in the supermarket right now next to you has a firearm. Stop being so dang surprised. Millions and millions and millions of Americans carry firearms every single day. Nothing goes wrong. Nothing happens. 
I don't think there's anything uh, wrong with that. I don't think people should think that there's something wrong with that. But this guy brought one to a school board meeting. It slipped out. Up, gets arrested. Oh, look at all the violence. Uh, I, their their response was no public comment for like like months. Just one guy does something, so everybody gets silenced. That's that's great. One guy brought a gun, slipped out of his pocket. They didn't check to see how many more guns were still there. By the way, <laughs> I that that's what I noticed. But they 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 silence the people they disagree with. That happens all the time. Happily silence people because they don't believe in the inclusivity. They don't believe that everybody should have a say. And they're and they're overjoyed by by keeping you out of the conversation. They've they've never ever been happier. Now, I, w- I was going to get into the abortion conversation. I should. You know what? Maybe, maybe I'll hold off on that a, a, a little bit. I, I, I do want to get in on uh, the, the, the abortion conversation, especially with what Janet Yellen was talking about. And now uh, Representative uh, uh, Katie Porter. Uh, it, it's, it's, we've reached a level of, of absolute incompetence. But I was absolutely amazed to hear... Joe Biden on the subject of COVID actually admit to the milestone. Today, we mark a tragic milestone here in the United States. One million COVID deaths. One million empty chairs around the family dinner table. Each irreplaceable, irreplaceable losses. Each leaving behind a family, a community, forever changed because of this pandemic. My heart goes out to all those who are struggling, asking themselves, how do I go on without him? How do I go on without her? What will we do without him? It's grief shared by people across all of our nations. Around the world, many more millions have died. Millions of children have been orphaned. And with thousands still dying every day, now is the time for us to act, all of us together. We almost do more. It's interesting because Joe Biden in October of 2020 put out a tweet that read, with over 200,000 dead, this man, meaning President Trump, should not be president. More people died under Joe Biden than died under Donald Trump. Your move. Maybe, just maybe, you shouldn't engage in such ugly hackery and you should engage how you think you could do things better. That's what the rational person does. Not you. And it's so easy to call you out on, on, the, on the clear nonsense that you put forth. Of course it was nonsense. You knew it was just a pylon and you've, you had the, the, the media behind you. What did it matter what you said? You told America that if you were in charge, you, COVID would be over. COVID's not over. As a matter of fact, there are people still talking about lockdowns. Or worse, you've got people not taking responsibility for lockdowns. Did you hear this from Fauci? This is flat out stunning. You agree that 
during the times of the lockdowns, the data that we have seen following these lockdowns um, has shown that we have had increases in um, depression among young people. Suicide. There's no doubt that when you yes put... Yes or no, if you could just... I'll answer the question. There's no doubt when you put restraints on society that it causes emotional and mental stress. There's no doubt about that. But you have to have a balance of saving people's lives from getting infected in hospitalizations. Would you agree that suicide rates are, have increased among young people? Indeed, they have. Would you agree that domestic violence rates have increased? Uh, yeah, well, the answer is yes, but I'm wondering what that has to do with the question you're asking me. Would you agree that drug and alcohol use increased during these lockdowns? Well, I, I'm not sure the lockdowns itself did it, and I'm wondering why you're asking me about lockdowns, because there were not complete lockdowns in this country. There were restrictions, obviously, but there were not lockdowns. China is now going into a real lockdown. So I would disagree with characterizing whatever went on in this country as a full lockdown. That's ridiculous. People couldn't go see their families. People go, couldn't go see friends. They couldn't go to school. They couldn't connect. They were forced into masks because they weren't chained to their desk. It wasn't a full lockdown. Are we going to now somehow say there's no causation between isolating people and suicide rate, drug abuse rates, abuse rates? That's, that is surreal. And now we see a little place like Northeast, I think, is having some upticks in, in cases. I'm not hearing about hospitalizations or deaths. And even if I did, I'd still be opposed to mandates. I'd be opposed to mass mandates. I'd be opposed to vaccine mandates. I would be opposed to lockdowns. You can't shut down society to save society. We've proven this. Even China is starting to feel the heat from their lockdowns that they had in Shanghai and other places. They are feeling the heat. Can't live like this. Can't act like this. People want to be able to move. If if ever you needed a reason why um, communism was so bad, they don't care about your need to move. Whatever stringent idea they have, what does it matter if you have to deal with it? It's just the way it is. What are you going to do? Fight back? They take you in the middle of the night. This is what happens in a society that has no morals and has no standards. The Communist Chinese Party has no morals and has no standards. And guys like like uh, Dr. Fauci say, well, it's, we didn't do what China did. Although I'd secretly love to. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Oops. I assume that's what he sounds like when he's not uh, in front of a camera, which is weird because there's never a moment Dr. Fauci isn't in front of a camera. I've got more. Keep it right here, guys. I'm Tony Katz.